Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, C. Sparky Pfeiffer, 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports Time Out from the Wendy's Studios. And Wendy's... Uh, is introducing their newest addition to the morning lineup. Say hello to Wendy's all-new English muffins. They are here and they are ready for breakfast. Choose between their tasty grilled sausage, a fresh cracked egg, and gooey cheese, or that applewood smoked bacon, fresh cracked egg, and gooey cheese. All of that comes sandwiched between a warm English muffin. These English muffins are the perfect way to start the day at Wendy's during breakfast hours. Joining us now, he is analyst for the Milwaukee Brewers on Bally Sports Wisconsin. The man, Tim Dillard. You can follow him uh, at Dim Tillard on Twitter. Tim, first things first, uh, the, the one picture that is uh, concerning me maybe a little bit uh, is you know, Pimps, uh coming out of the bullpen, pitching that eighth inning. Didn't have necessarily a great month of September. Uh, Abner Uribe pitching really well. Uh, do you see uh, a changing of the roles possibly as we get into the postseason, or do you think Council sticks with what he's done a majority of the year? Honestly, I think he'll probably make a change. It felt like, it felt like, Pyam's just carrying the team and carrying that eighth inning role for the entire year. His workload was incredible. Um, and I think maybe he's tired or he's just, you know, a little off. And I think playoffs, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you've kind of done. Um, you go with what's been working. And Abner Rive has been outstanding. So um, if that is the actual switch, then I think that's what they're going to do. I think um, it seemed like last time out, Pyam's, they were just trying to say, okay, all right, let's see where we're at with this thing. And um, he, he struggled. Yep. You know, that's the thing, too, is when we talk about this Brewers bullpen, which I would say for a majority of the year has really been a strength of this baseball team. And Devin Williams, nobody worries about Devin Williams, obviously, coming in and pitching the ninth. And you go back to those years where, you know, you had Hader, you had Devin Williams, you had Boxberger there for a little bit, uh, where you get to the seventh and it's pretty much a wrap. Can you say the same thing about this Brewers team now, where once you get to the seventh uh, inning, you feel confident the bullpen can finish it out? Well, I think judging what they would do in playoffs as of what they're doing this last, you know, last road trip or something like that, I, I don't – I mean, they're, such, they're in such a good position. They'll probably clench here today. Probably by the time anyone's listening to this, they probably already clenched. Um, so they're not going to be coaching in such a way. They're not going to be using the bullpen in such a way that's like these are crucial games. Um, they're more or less going, who needs work, who needs rest? Right. Uh, and it's all going to change. It's not going to be just the, you know, the run of the mill, what they've been doing all year long, seven, eight, nine. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, I think the situation is going to dictate it. But at the same time, who knows who you're going to see and in what inning? 
the playoffs is a, it's a different beast altogether, but it's going to go by best pitchers for that situation. And, um, you know, Craig Council is going to, you know, he, he's made moves all year to sit there and get to this point. And I don't think he's going to make any bad moves when it comes to postseason. He's going to go with what he's going to get the most out. Yeah, that makes obviously makes a lot of sense. When it comes to uh, the playoffs now, uh, and you get to this wild card round, which the Brewers will have to face uh, the sixth seed, the last wild card, which could be amongst uh, numerous teams. We can talk about that uh, in a couple of minutes. But how this sets up, uh, as far as this best of three uh, situation, which is a lot better than you know losing, you go home. Uh, I feel really confident about the Brewers with you know their front three pitchers. Obviously, going into this, once you get to the divisional round. Uh, in the way it lines up, that first game of the divisional round uh, is October uh, 7th. Uh, and then when you get to game four of the divisional round, uh, that isn't all the way up until, let's see, the 12th, which is five days later. So in theory, the Brewers could really go with three starting pitchers and not have to worry about a fourth starting pitcher if they didn't want to, right? Yeah, absolutely they could. And that's like we're we're talking best case scenario, right? Is what it is. It's if they win the wild card. I don't know why they call it the wild card series. I mean, it's it's really just the first round of the playoffs, and it happens to be against the third wild card because it makes it sound like the Brewers won the wild card. Right. That's not the case. They won. They won the division. Um, but yeah, they're if they win the first two games, ideally you would go Burns or Woody or Woody and Burns, and then you could have Peralta, Burns, and Woody, and then again with Peralta and Burns. So. The way that everything spaces out, yeah, you could get away with it with three guys, but um, I, I don't know. You know, baseball, it may look like that in theory, but you have no idea what could happen. So maybe that's how they, they want to throw it together, but um, I'd be surp- I would be very surprised if they can get to the first two rounds with just three guys. And the only reason I say that is somewhere in there, something, there's going to be a hiccup, and luckily the Brewers have, have guys for that uh, in and and bolt because they could easily have a, a Miley or a Hauser. They also got Colin Ray and Julio Tehran. So if it comes to covering innings, you don't know what's going to happen. I remember Tony La Russa, um, whatever year it was, 2011, he would, the starter would go out there. If he didn't have it in, a, in two innings, he would pull him and throw the bullpen out there because the bullpen was that good. So not to say that we would see something like that, but I tell you what, somebody has a bad inning. I don't think they're just going to keep them out there. It's interesting, the strategy here, because that first wildcard game is on the third. The first division uh, game uh, is on the seventh. That's only four days apart. You just wonder uh, if you, I don't say you're being overconfident, but maybe you roll the dice and you say, we're going to go Woodruff and Peralta game one and two, uh, which is the third and the fourth, and then game three is the fifth, and then you just hope that you win those first two games. You don't have to worry about pitching Burns, and you can start the division series with Burns to give you the opportunity obviously to pitch him twice right off the bat. Is that a gamble you would consider, or would you just pitch your best three in order? Um, I would just pitch the best three in order, and, and whoever you feel most confident in goes first because they can bounce back faster. Uh, that's kind of, I mean, that's why they do the season that way. You know, the opening day starters, the idea is for him to possibly get more starts than everybody else. But still, there's six days left. You don't really know what could happen between now and the end of that to kind of shape this uh, starting rotation, how, what they want to do. Um, I don't know. Part of me would just go Woodruff just be, just because he's almost the freshest in a way. And, I mean, the way he's been pitching, I think his stuff plays to both, um, you know, any team. doesn't really matter. It's not really about matchups with his stuff. He can he can lefties, righties. It doesn't matter. So, I don't know. 
but they have all, you know, a whole team devoted to figuring out who's the best, <laughs> uh, who, what, what's the plan, what happens if this happens. And the best thing they can do is come up with the plan as quickly as possible and let the players know. Uh, that always helps. No, you don't want to be the guy that's like, you know, two days before a start and they're sitting there saying, hey, you're the guy that's starting. So whatever plan they do with the information they have, uh, they're going to put the guys in place as soon as possible to let them know. Talking with Tim Diller, Valley Sports uh, Brewers analyst, of course, brought to you by the iconic and legendary fourth base restaurant. Great steak, great seafood, great burgers, you name it, they make it. And it's all great fresh stuff uh, over there at fourth base restaurant. Of course, remember from the movie Major League. Uh, before we get to the teams that Brewers may see, uh, what's coming up on this week's edition of Brewers Unfiltered on the Odyssey app? Or if you go over to Brewers.com. Yep, uh, we're going to be dropping it on. Wednesday tomorrow, and yep. uh, it's, we're going to have Brian Anderson, the nice. broadcaster. Yeah, I was. We kind of stumbled into it. I was uh, trying to get ready. We're at, I think it was yesterday, two days ago. Uh, we were in Miami, and we're getting ready for the broadcast. And all of a sudden, Sophia and Adam are like yelling at me, like, "There you are. Where have you been?" I was talking to some of the advanced scouts. There's like a gazillion advanced scouts of former teammates of mine and guys I've played against, and former brewer front office that signed me years ago. So I'm kind of talking to these people. Suddenly we, we all go into this little media room and it's me and Adam and Sophia and Brian Anderson. And so we just, we shot a little video. We'll drop that tomorrow as well, or maybe today. We'll see. And uh, anyway, it was good just to hear Brian Anderson talk about, you know, um, the kind of stuff that he sees and uh, the, what he's seen in the past and moving forward through this playoffs, because man, he's just, He's in and around everything, right? He does every sport there is. I'm surprised he's not doing rugby yet. <laughs> he's like one of the nicest dudes ever, isn't he? Like I've never heard anybody ever say a bad word about that man. I don't think I don't think anybody can find one. Uh, he's hilarious. I've gotten to work with him in so many different cities now. In every city we go to, he knows every crew member by name. He's asking about their families. He knows who they are. He works with everybody on these national broadcast games. He knows everyone that's in the truck. Um, he knows all the other broadcasters and beat writers. I talked to some kid that I thought he didn't know, and he got, he told me the backstory of this kid. And I was like, are you kidding me? So, like, he just – he knows – he remembers everybody. He's so well-prepared. And the reason, he, you know, he's so well-prepared that he has a chance that he's not freaking out like me before a game trying to cram for a test. He's just prepared. He knows what he's doing, and he invests in every single person – he comes across throughout the day. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, that's great. I, I I don't even call my kids by the right name. Nonetheless, people that I see a couple of times a year. So that would be a struggle Agreed. for me. Uh, yeah, that would be yeah. a struggle. Uh, okay, <laughs> l- let's talk about uh, uh, some of the teams that Brewers may play. Now, as we record this, uh, it's one of like four teams, uh, the best I can make out here. Because right now, Philadelphia is, uh, is far and away the one seed as far as wild cards go. So, okay, we're not playing Philly. But then after that, the Cardinals and Cubs are tied uh, with 82 wins apiece and 74 losses. And then it's the Marlins one game back of the Cubs. Uh, and then the Cincinnati Reds two and a half games back uh, of Arizona and Chicago. Of those four teams, are there any of those teams that concern you or worry you? Because seemingly everybody I come across all say the same thing, which is we don't want to face the Cubs, which... It's remarkable to me because it's not like they've been playing a great brand of baseball necessarily in the last month. 
Uh, but seemingly Brewers fans don't want to deal with the Cubs, mainly because if they lose, they don't want to deal with Cub fans the rest of the offseason, I think, is the biggest issue there. But from a baseball perspective, is there any of these four teams that concern you from a Brewers perspective as far as matchup? Uh, wow. Um, I'll, I'll give you the baseball player answer because this is about how I feel about it, honestly. I mean, as a, as an analyst, I probably should give a better answer, but as the baseball players, nobody really cares. Right. Um, nobody cares. It's the same as, you know, and, and of course the Brewers have a dome, but uh, rain delays. Like, you can't control the rain. You can't control the rain delay. And you start playing scenarios. It just doesn't – players don't have time for that. They, they just give me a time, let me know who we're playing. That's all we need to know. Um, and so for them, I don't, I doubt they're playing like, Ooh, what if we get the Marlins or Ooh, what if we get the Cubs? Like there's a certain level of prep behind the scenes with a lot of the coaches and staff to sit there and try to figure out who they're going to be facing and, and what that's going to look like. Um, but that's, that's what they're doing. You know, when it comes to the players, they just, they just know they have a game today and they look to see who's pitching and they have their meetings and then they go out there and play as hard as they can. Um, you know, there was a there was a question a few weeks ago about okay, well, what if you, you know, what if you're second in the, the record when it comes to division? That way, you wait. You're the you know, you get to buy the first round. Is that better or worse? Because how many days do you get off? You know, you may not want four days off before you know the end of the season and playoffs. Maybe you only want one day off. Right. So maybe there's a maybe there's strategy there, but. That's all speculation. Players don't care. It doesn't translate. Players go out there and try to beat whoever they're playing that day as badly as they can. That's really all. That's what the fun part is about being a player. You don't really have to worry about any of this stuff because you honestly don't care. So, <laughs> so for them, I'm I'm happy for them that they don't really care who they're playing. Uh, but as far as I, as far as you know, an analyst answer, um, it, I don't know. It, it, I think the Cubs series would be a crazy series just because what it would mean. Um, the Marlins, they showed some promise. Those last two games in Miami, those guys just played well. They just did. Um, they showed up and they played. And they, and they beat the Brewers, and I don't think the Brewers did anything particularly super wrong. I think they just took advantage of any mistakes and, and played good baseball. So, uh, I don't know. Don't know who it's going to be, and, and, and don't really, you know, I'm not going to waste the brain power on it because, honestly, I don't think the players are. Let me ask you this. From a player perspective, in your career, were how many times would you say, guessing, where you seriously just didn't like a team that you were facing? Minors, majors, didn't really matter, but whenever you saw them, you just didn't like the manager, didn't like a couple players on the team, and kind of maybe got a little amped up. Because I, I can remember back to there being an issue between Brewers and Pirates back in the, I think it was the Braun Fielder days, maybe. Um, and I definitely remember the Cardinals-Brewers uh, uh, stuff going on with uh, Lucroy going off about La Russa and the Cardinals and how they think and how they go about their business and the jawing between both dugouts in the playoffs that one year. So I know there was a genuine dislike between those teams uh, as well. Outside of that, I can't think of many other times where verbally it was ever really told to the fans where uh, one team really disliked another team from a baseball perspective, but you're inside the clubhouse, pro and minors. How often does that really happen? Um, I, I think as far as the Cardinal thing, a lot of people didn't like the way La Russa did stuff because like if, you know, the scouting report to get Pujols out was pitch inside. Okay. So as a pitcher, you throw a pitch an inch inside Pujols is backed up a little bit, and suddenly Larus is on the top step with his hands in the air, and somebody's getting hit, thrown at him. Yep. Yeah, like to me, in any rational baseball person is going, "That's not the case at all." Like this is 
it, you know, and in reverse, people would pitch Bronny in, and, you know, that was how you got Bronny out. But if you missed over the plate with either of those guys, they did damage. But if you missed too far in, you hit them. So it, it's about how one team reacts and how another team reacts. And so people, I know that was one of the big things. Like, nobody really liked the way that LaRusso would, you know, and LaRusso would claim, well, I'm, you know, I'm sticking up for my players. It's like, eh, I don't know. It's just, it's just whininess at times, but um, that's in the past. I don't really see that a lot between any teams now. I, I don't even feel like you can get away with, you know, being like that anymore, <laughs> honestly. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I just, there's some places you didn't want to play. Um, I remember in Philadelphia, when I first pitched in Philadelphia, uh, you walked out from under the overhang and people would just scream, you know, things at you, oh. not great things. Oh. <laughs> So, like, that wasn't particularly fun as far as, like, sitting in the bullpen. But um, I don't know if it's still like that now. Who knows? Uh, but, you know, there's just certain little things. It, it would go into Chicago uh, to play the Cubs back when the bullpens were on the field. That was the hardest thing in the world because it would be freezing. And the way the pitching mound and the plate was for the bullpen, if you missed and threw a bad pitch, it would go back behind, you know, the umpire while the game's going on. And you're like, it's like the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened. Uh, and I did it like 10 times. So <laughs> like, it's not, there's some places where you're just like, I don't want to, I don't like this because there's better ways to do it. Sure. Uh, but that's, you know, 10, 15 years. It's, it's kind of in the past now, I would say. There he is, Tim Dillard. Follow him on Twitter at Dim Tillard. Look for the next edition of Brewers Unfiltered on your Odyssey app or over there at Brewers.com. Brian Anderson, the announcer, Brian Anderson, we have to specify that. Uh, the announcer, <laughs> Brian Anderson, uh, with Tim Dillard, Tim Dillard, Adam McKelvey, and Sophia Minter. Make sure to check that out. And again, last week of baseball before the playoffs start for the Brew Crew. Uh, division uh, title, I don't know, today, tomorrow, well, next day, but it's going to happen. They're going to win that division title. Uh, and then uh, it's uh, get ready for the playoff time. Tim, thanks so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it, Sparky. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.